1: For Real, a bi-weekly non-fiction books podcast that puts the spotlight on books that tell it like it is, or at least books that try to. We'll cover current event reads, recommendations based on popular fiction, backlist finds, and more. For Real is a book riot podcast and is hosted by me, Kim Ukra, and my friend Alice Burton. We're recording on Saturday, February 17th, 2018. Hello Alice, we are here. Yay! Yay.
0: Finally, this is episode zero. finally. Yes.
1: <laughs> Um, so in this episode, we're just going to quick introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about why we wanted to do this podcast together, what we think this podcast will be about and share some of our current favorite reads. And um, yeah, so here we go. Uh, so as I said in the introduction, my name is Kim. Uh, I am a recovering journalist, which means I used to work in journalism and now I don't. And uh, now I work in social media for our county library system. Uh, And I've been blogging about books on the internet since 2008 when I started my personal blog. And I joined Book Riot as one of the original contributors in 2011 when the site launched. Um, My niche with Book Riot has always been nonfiction, although I sometimes write about other stuff. I like kind of literary science fiction and fantasy and young adults and comics and all that other good stuff. Uh, In addition to hosting this podcast, I also write True Story, which is Book Riot's weekly nonfiction newsletter. So if you read about nonfiction at Book Riot, there's... A good chance that that I was involved with that in some way,
0: <laughs> um, and yeah. So I'm I'm Alice. I uh, I was a comparative literature major actually in college. I focused on uh, Victorian and French nineteenth uh, century fiction, um, and I now work as a copywriter and for a women's history museum in Illinois. Um, I started book blogging in 2011 um, at my personal book blog, and then I joined Book Riot in about 2015. Uh, I think I mainly. Right uh, now, about women's history, I started off blogging about Victorian literature, and over time, <laughs> yeah. I got more and more interested in nonfiction, uh, and now that's just my main focus. But uh, I also uh, write about the classics, uh, middle grade lit, thrillers. Weirdly enough, I don't know they're good, and huh. uh, yeah, I've gotten into comics the last couple of years, um, so I've kind of yeah. been trying to make up for a lot of you know past, uh, I guess like their comic history going through all of those.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, the history of Victorian literature, there's a lot of comics to catch up on too. Yeah. Yeah, and I just have to say, like, I think you are maybe the funniest blogger that I know. And so when I finally met you in person, and I was like, oh my god, it's Alice! She's so funny, and I just felt like the biggest nerd because I was so excited that like we wanted to be friends and hang out. And I'm just not cool like that, but you, you are, you are cool and funny, and that was pretty great. So. I mean,
0: you like come, like <laughs> with our in our first meeting with you being like you're so funny. That was like the best way, obviously, to start off a friendship because <laughs> I'm automatically flattered and like, oh yeah, let's let's be friends. That's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're, and I don't know. I mean, not to just make it flattery corner, but uh, I True. love your blog because you are a fellow nonfiction fan. And I feel like that it's like a particular niche, right? And it's like, it can be hard to it find. It
1: is, yeah. It is, yeah. I think the trick with nonfiction is that people will read nonfiction in a topic that they're super interested in, but that's the only nonfiction that they tend to read. Um, And this podcast is going to try to be a little more broad than that and look at nonfiction in lots of different topics and try to to show that there's nonfiction for everybody. And even if you don't think you like nonfiction, there's probably something you can pick up that would get you into it. There's Um, definitely
0: something you can pick up that will get you into it. There's so many options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of leads into the second part of what we want to talk about in this quick intro episode, which was uh, what we're going to be talking about during this podcast. Um, So our goal is to have it be mostly or primarily nonfiction book recommendations. So we're going to come at that from some different angles. We're going to talk about new releases that are coming out that we think people might be interested in. Um, We talked about, we're hoping to talk about current events reads, so matching books with some stuff that's happening in the news that might help you give kind of context and background. Um, We're going to dig into some backlist suggestions, older nonfiction that still has something to say that we think is great and want to recommend. Um, And then nonfiction that you could read to pair with popular fiction as a way to kind of broaden the reach of what you're reading about, that kind of thing. So we'll come at book recommendations from a lot of different ways, and hopefully some of that will resonate with you. Um, And we may also delve into some news or discussions of nonfiction issues as they come up, but it's kind of a A broad topic and so you can kind of talk about anything or nothing at all and we'll just kind of see where it leads us but um i think our goal is really to make it mostly books most of the time yeah is that fair yeah i think that's
0: fair um and as to how uh this podcast came about if i can tell that story because I would love to. I think it's, uh, super nerdy. So aside from us just being nerdy. Um, so Kim and I, obviously, we, we both write for Book Riot. That's how we uh, initially know each other. We had some uh, book blogging friends in common. Um, and that's sort of how I think we kind of met on Twitter, sort of.
1: I think so, yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm. But uh, so we knew we knew each other through there. So we were both going to this annual book convention, like publishing convention, called uh, Book Expo, um, and you can get a look at upcoming titles and and all this. And so we were uh, chatting online about maybe uh, hanging out there, and um, we were like, "Oh, well, what's on your list to get? You know, like new books to pick up that are going to be coming out." And we found out we were both very excited. Uh, about very excited, <laughs> very excited about a book called "The Baking Soda Wars" um, by Linda. Is it Citavello? I'm going to go Citavello. I think so. Um, from University of Illinois. Baking Press. powder wars. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh oh, sorry, you're right. Baking powder wars. Oh gosh. Baking powder wars. I mean, baking. Get it right out. So different. Um. So baking powder. <laughs> wars, um. And it's about uh. You know that the sort of. Um, I guess, initial creation of baking powder. And then all the, it focuses on four main companies and how they were like really cutthroat and like, about like who was going to win at like selling the most baking powder. Um, but we were yes. so jazzed yes. with the first book we went for at Book Expo. And we were like, okay, there's, there's something here. <laughs> like we need to like <laughs> do something with this mutual love of, of nonfiction because no one else uh, and weird in our group stuff. From book yeah. was that jazzed about it.
1: Um, yeah, because everyone, uh, somebody was like, Oh, what books are you excited for at the conference? We're like, well, I got at this university press book about the history of baking powder. <laughs> and everybody's just like, <laughs> just like the look. Yeah, get When you say that is, that's kind of why I love nonfiction is because you can say weird stuff like that and people are just like, yeah, okay, I guess that's cool. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. That's I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alice, I, w- I would like to ask you, when did you kind of get into nonfiction and realize that this was a genre you really loved and that you were kind of ready to dig more into nonfiction books? When did I actually get into it? Um, you know- or, or why? Why? Or why did you get
0: into it? You know, actually, I was just thinking about Kind of like my when I when I mentioned the Victorian literature beginning, I I suddenly Mm -hmm. had this flashback. I was like, oh gosh, I think that's when I started. I've always loved history, but I used to focus on kind of, you know, like Tudor England and like kind of, you know, Victoria sort of, um, and, Mm -hmm. uh, just these really, you know, popular areas. And, um, I actually, uh, came out, uh, as a lesbian in, uh, when I was 26, and I got very into, um, queer history, uh, in terms of, especially in the Victorian era, um, because that was my main area of study. And so I started reading a lot of nonfiction, um, particularly about queer history. And so then I kind of, from there, I kind of was like, like, uh, I guess leapfrogging um, to various yeah. topics that were tangentially related and then I kind of just kept going down these paths um, and I'm finding new areas that I was interested in and learning more about um, one of my favorite things about nonfiction and history in particular is how um, it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle so if you know, you're know you reading about um, one particular subject and then another time you can be reading about something that seems unrelated but then you you read like one fact mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's how this fits here or like, oh, this was going on, you know, this time, like, and so it, it all, and the more you read, the more it all fits together. And it seems like this big cohesive mass. And so, um, I obviously get, I get very jazzed (laughs) about that. (laughs) Um, and it's just, I mean, I, I, I love fiction. Fiction helps teach us about the human condition and and all of that stuff. And that's, that's great. Um, I'm not knocking fiction, but just, uh, in particular nonfiction, uh, that's kind of, it's, it's main plus for me. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. What uh,
1: what about you? <laughs> yeah, and while so I like what you said about the jigsaw puzzle because I think that's super true. And I've always had this dream of writing a book, right a post that's just like book connection. So like in this one book, it references this one very particular incident. And then here's an entire book about that particular incident. And then that book has this, you know, little side tangent about this other thing. And here's a whole book about that other thing. And just like doing this whole post where you can just like leapfrog from place to place, which I love doing when I read. So I just have never figured out like logistically how to get that together. And so anyway, um, so I kind of got started reading nonfiction when I was in college. Um, Not academic nonfiction which is sort of I I steer away from that a little bit because I like nonfiction that reads more like fiction Um, but uh, I took this class on creative nonfiction writing um, in college because I was studying to be a journalist and that was one of the classes they wanted us to take Um, and we were assigned to read from uh, the 2005 edition of Best American Essays Um, and there's a bunch of really good ones in there but the one that like caught my brain. And I just thought like, this is what I want to read. And this is what I want to do was one called Joyous Validoris by Brian Doyle. Uh, And it's all about, it starts out talking about hummingbirds and the size of their hearts. Um, And then it goes into talking about whales and the size of their hearts. And then it kind of expands out into this beautiful little meditation on hearts and love and how we hold... Uh, hold ourselves together and, and connect with other people and about how we all have hearts, even if we're all different sizes and different shapes and different things. And it's just, this is really, oh my gosh. really, really tiny. It's not really very long at all, but I, I remember reading it just thinking like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. And I sort of feel like maybe I have just been going off in the direction of since sense of trying to find writers who do that kind of thing. Um, and it's just a really stunning little essay that I managed to find online. So we'll link that in the show notes too, and you can go read it and hopefully love it as much yeah, as what, I do. What's but it again? Um, yeah, it's called "Joyous Valadores" by Brian Fantastic. Doyle, um, and I read it originally in the 2005 edition of Best American Essays. Um, but it's it's online and stuff too. But um, so I've, I've I'm a uh, I was a journalist, and so I read a lot of reported nonfiction to kind of see how the the sausage get ma- gets made and, and dig into some of that. So um, which actually leads into the next thing we were planning to talk about in this episode, which was our favorite very specific type of nonfiction. <laughs> Cause I think everybody has like a very specific little niche that you always find yourself going back to. Uh, and mine is um, that I have always loved books where the process of telling the story as part of how the story is told Um so so this is not memoirs, which I love, but it's more where um, the writer's experience of reporting the story or discovering the story or putting the story together becomes one of the, the kind of threads that the, the, the rest of the narrative gets built on. Um, and so you get to see this journalist who's not writing about themselves or writing about someone else you get to see their reporting process and how they think can work. Um, and I think that's super fascinating. And so that's a very specific kind of niche that I always look for. Um, One is The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks by Rebecca Skloot. Uh, and this was a big book several years ago. And it's still pretty famous because HBO just did a, a movie of it starring oh, Oprah yeah. um, and Rose Byrne. So that was pretty good. Anyway, it's a story of um, the discovery of HeLa cells, which are cells that have been used to... Um, these immortal cells that keep regenerating that have been used to, kind of discover and cure a bunch a bunch of diseases and they're big in the research community. Um, but the cells actually came from a poor black woman in, I want to say Baltimore, that that could be wrong. But anyway, a poor black woman who came in and had uh, ovarian cancer uh, and her cells were harvested without her consent and then have been living on ever since and used in research. And so the story is about Henrietta Lacks and her cells and her family and um, kind of what their impact or their experience with the medical establishment has been, um, but also the story of Rebecca Skloot's kind of work reporting and trying to gain the trust of this family and really discover what and who Henrietta was. Um, and so I think that's super fascinating, and I really love that one. Does Bill Bryson fall into that category or no? Um, Yeah, he does. I think he does a lot of kind of travel writing, and so he writes about his experience going places. Um, yeah, more of his travel writing kind of fits into that, yeah. I think, okay. um, no, which I, I actually do not like good. Bill Bryson's travel writing, so... What you do or you don't? Sorry, don't no, I don't.
0: Ooh, interesting. I don't think I've made it through any of his travel books, but I have made it through like uh, uh one summer nineteen twenty seven, and that was great. Oh, yeah, but that's much more like straight up history.
1: Yeah, I read one of his those um, at home, and it's like the history of your house by going like in different rooms and then doing like the history of the kitchen. I own um, that, and but I, re- I haven't read it. Is it good? It is. It's really it's really interesting. I like that one. Um. But yeah, his travel writing is not really my jam. But last know.
0: question on that: Have yeah. you read *Lives and Ruins*? And I forget the author's name.
1: *Lives and Ruins*? It's
0: about is like um, she goes to archaeologist yes, sites. I love Mar- uh, Marilyn
1: Johnson. Yeah, it was really was good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, really I didn't good.
0: remember her name, but I remember the title because that was it was a good title. Um, so, uh, right, so very narrowly focused histories is actually my my very specific genre. Uh, your jam, yeah. Um, so... And this might actually not may might not sound that focused, but I feel like it in fact is compared to like the history of the world. Um mm-hmm. so, uh, I like getting a lot of context for a particular time and group of people. Um yeah. so then that kind of you know fits in with the whole jigsaw puzzle thing. So when I read something else, I can fit them together and see they, how they might have like influenced each other. Um so in this case, uh I don't know, like Mayflower by Nathaniel Philbrick. Um I read that mm-hmm. this last year finally after owning it for like 10 years. And it's, it's all about, you know, like how the uh, Puritans, no pilgrims, gosh, see, oh boy, Um, the, they talk about the Puritans a little bit, a little bit, but mostly it's the pilgrims. So it's about how they come over um, from, you know, England, and then the Netherlands, and then they go to America, and then kind of how things were kind of good for like five minutes, and then immediately everything was like (laughs) terrible. And, um, it was really interesting because you see like it goes through from their landing until King Philip's war uh, was over, which is the war with the local uh, native tribes and how just, oh gosh, how quickly basically America's entire story was kind of set. And cause you think, you know, like, oh, everything was fine for like, you know, like everything was fine until like 19 or 18 or whatever. And it's like, no, in the 1600s, we already were like, this (laughs) this was not going to go well. Um, and I read recent, this year, I read uh, Stacey Schiff's The Witches, and that's, you know, 1692. And so that's already you kind of are like, oh, right, I read Mayflower. And so this is why this group is here. And this is why this sure. is happening. And so it's, um, yeah, so anything that's like a very specific time and group of people, um, I really love that. So, Yeah.
1: Well, that is what we've got for today. So thank you very much for everyone who listened to episode zero. Um, we'll be back on a couple of weeks for our very first full episode. So you can expect more super nonfiction nerd stuff. And yeah, that's all I got. Anything else? No, I think that's good. All right, thank cool. You. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.